0: Good afternoon, you're listening to K-Tahoe. It's time for The Bright Side with Alexis Robin.
1: Good afternoon, happy Monday as always. Happy
0: Monday to you.
1: So, just back from
0: a week in Paris. Yes, I have a lot of jealous people. A lot of jealous people. Jillian's <laughs> one of them. She really wants to wanted to go with you. And oh, so that's, taken her. We've system. started planning our trip to France. Oh, that's so weekend. great. Yeah. we don't know what we're doing but it's okay we'll figure it out
1: oh we can share lots of ideas well we were going to pick your
0: brain because you know of course the first thing you look at is just the generic tour type stuff and I don't know if that's the best way to do it because I haven't done it I think you could do it without a tour probably so we'll chat
1: Yes, we don't we'll have chat. to do it today, but we'll chat. So, um, so today we're talking about how to improve your life, and um, quite a, a simple process, actually. I think a lot of um, I was struck by this idea because a lot of people um, they get overwhelmed when they start thinking about improving their life, and it feels like <laughs> such a big, you know, if you're in a their place life where you're is such a mess, but if you're in a place Just where you're not of. really happy, it feels like, man, how do I turn this around? And it's such a big thing, and it's scary, and I don't know what to do, and so. Um, so it's definitely something that um, that I wanted to talk to you today. And so, um, so one way. There's of course many, many different ways to do this, but um, one of the ways is to start with thinking about what you want your ideal life to look like. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's mm-hmm. that's pretty obvious, and a lot of people do that. Right. Mm-hmm. And many people do the whole vision board thing, and they you know make lists of what they want their life to look like and how things will improve and. Oftentimes this happens in January, right after the new year, and Mm -hmm. people start writing their resolutions and what's going to change. And then it's, you know, once you get it written down and you look at it, it's kind of like, oh, man, that's a lot. I don't know if I could do all that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and then it kind of just becomes a pipe no. dream, right? No, you can't. That's true when you start writing all everything down at once.
1: Yeah. And so there's a there's a benefit to doing that. So, I mean, if that's all you ever did, that's better than doing nothing. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely more ways um, than that. And so today I want to talk about that idea but expand it a little bit. And so I want you to start by creating this image of your ideal life. And you can do this in images. So you can do the vision board if you want. And I think um, there's a, a benefit to doing – Uh, something in pictures versus something on a list Uh because uh you actually um, create a brain map Uh when you're pulling images that you like, that that you're, you know, if you have a picture of a big table of people and like friends, if you want to entertain more or something and that you can see it, it's like you can actually paint the picture in your mind of what you want in your life. And so um, so you can do the picture if you just can't bring yourself to do the picture because you're or the vision board because you're not crafty or you just are not interested in. Sign doing up for that, Pinterest. You <laughs> could sign up for Pinterest, which <laughs> is the tech side. Thank you, Jen. I didn't even have yeah. that on my list, but that's really smart. Yeah. You could sign up for Pinterest. For non-crafty people, <laughs> or you can um, just make a list, right? So you go to, the, to your basic list and what you want your life to look like. Then you take it to the next step and you create an image of your life now. Okay. right. So okay. Um, so you create your vision board for the ideal life and then you pull out pictures and images of what your life looks like
0: now. That's probably not good that that just gave me like a really bad feeling. <laughs> right. right.
1: And do you know why it did?
0: Because you don't like your life now? Well,
1: because it (laughs) what it did is not necessarily, but what it did is it forces you to admit what's really happening in your life right now.
0: Yeah, I just I got this horrible feeling if I were to create a vision board of my be like right. So, so
1: this is a good point. So if you like, so if if the thought of creating a vision board of how your life is now makes you want to cringe, then there's probably you should you should stay listening, (laughs) like keep up with (laughs) us. You know, stay stay tuned. Bust out a pen,
0: pencil, and paper right now. Take
1: notes. Um, because that's, you know, you want to ideally get to a place where you could create a vision board of how your life is now and look at it and feel like, oh, yeah, I like that. So um, so you want to create either a list or a vision board of how your life is now. And what that does for you is it forces you to be honest about what's really happening in your life right now. So, like, if I had to look for pictures of, um, like, my life now, one of the things that I struggle with often is this worry that there's not enough time, mm-hmm. right? I'm always like, oh, we're going to be late. There's not enough time. We've got to do this. And um, and it's something I'm really aware of. So mm-hmm. I've gotten a lot better at it. Um, but every once in a while, it, it rears its ugly head and sure. it creeps up. And I see it as it's happening. It's like I just, I try to pull it back, but it just keeps, you know, it comes out. <laughs> so I would I would have to find pictures of somebody all stressed out, like looking at their watch or like <laughs> waiting in line, all tense, you know, which is not a pretty thing to look at.
0: Do you like knock people out a lot? when you're at the store? No. Okay, good. No. I'm, I mean, I'm like, I have been working on this for a very long time, so, so I'm I want exaggerating. to like, steer clear show. of you in the grocery yeah. store if that's the case. <laughs> well, no. Just what, just, what
1: I've... My, my spot in line. Right. My... Uh, what I've done to avoid being in those situations is I don't try to, like, squeeze stuff in at the last minute. Like, if I know it's going to take patience, like, going to the post office, <laughs> I don't go when I have five minutes what to get saying? in and out.
0: The post office doesn't move so quickly?
1: Well, no, but if you go in and there's no line, you're you're stoked. You're in and out of there. But if you go in and there's 20 people, like, just happen to show up to pick up their mail or yeah, get find their lost key. key, you know, and everybody's at lunch, it's like, well, you're setting yourself up for failure there. So, um <laughs> So I give myself lots of time. But So once you get back to our how to improve your life, once you get your image of your ideal life and then you have your image of how your life is now, then you start to pay attention to where the discrepancies are. Right. So gotcha. like if how your life is now is that you're single and you want to have um, a nice partnership with somebody, then you would say, OK, well, there's a discrepancy. If you rent your house and you want to own something, then, you know, that would be um, that would be the discrepancy. So you uh-huh. would start to notice those things or if you want to spend more time, more quality time with your kids and right now you're not because uh, you're always worried about, like, cleaning the house or doing other stuff or working too hard, any of those kind of things, um, then you, you make a note of all those. And that's where you start to work. And then at the beginning of each week after you've done this exercise, you um, make one decision that gets you closer to your ideal life. Yeah. So you don't have to, you don't one try to, like, implement this huge massive plan and like reorg your life and in, in a day sure. but you just start and you say okay well how would i feel like if i had this life in five years like would that feel really good to me does that feel doable and you kind of push it out far enough that you're like yeah no problem i could totally get there in five years or you might be like no i think i could get there in like three um but you get to you wait till you feel your body say yes mm-hmm. Right? so if i said well what do you think jen could you like get to your ideal life in six months no Okay, so see, it's an immediate. It's like no, I no, no I can't. But if you um, if you could get there, and what about in like five years?
0: I think so. I think five years is doable. Okay. Any? What about four years?
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, four yeah. can work. So, so four is kind of a maybe. It's an iffy, right? But five's like yeah. I five's can do a that. nice round number, right? So, <laughs> so you want to you want to find something that works for you. So five is not the magic number for everyone. For some mm-hmm. people, it's going to be a year. For some people, it's going to be. You know, a few months, because there's only a few small tweaks you want to make. For other people, it might be, you know, seven years. It's, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what the number is. The key is, is to give yourself enough breathing space that it's okay to make one tiny step at a time. And when you're doing these, um, one decision per week, it feels doable. It's like, oh, I can make one decision a week. And that could be as simple as like, this week, I'm going to choose to use debit instead of credit for one purchase. Right. Or maybe you put stuff on your list you're already doing. So you can feel better about it? Totally. Why not? (laughs) Uh, Because here's the thing. In goal-setting theory, Edward Locke says that when you start with small tasks that are easy to achieve, uh-huh. that you actually build momentum and become more capable of doing larger tasks okay, that are yeah. harder to achieve. Okay. So a lot of us, we start with the hardest tasks because we think, well, once I can nail this hard task, then everything else will be easy. But it's actually the opposite. Isn't that funny? Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I always do the hard things first. <laughs>
1: right. Well, that's where we kind of do that. I don't know why we are gluttons for punishment that way. But you think about one small decision. So if, um, so if there was like one thing you wanted to change in your mm-hmm. life, let's have an example, like one little thing. Work out more. You want to work out more. Okay. So in your ideal life, maybe you're working out how many times a week? Every day. Every day. Seven days. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So seven days. So what's one choice that you could make this week to get you closer to that? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I got someone laughing at me. Um, Maybe work out one day. Maybe work out one day. You it's could, or on. Or here's the thing. You could even count, back it up. To count be, the hike I did yesterday. Yeah. You could even make it easier than that is you could. The week started Sunday. Park at the end of the parking lot. Right? Oh, and I you could, could walk all the way past the parking lot. Or you could take the stairs. Right? So you don't have to. It's not like you have I take to go. the stairs
0: to my bedroom every night.
1: There you go. Yeah. Maybe you could take them twice. Like <laughs> go up of and down go on, on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> go up and down twice before you go to bed. But I mean, there's ways that you can do it. Right? So it's one tiny step. Uh, something that feels so easy that you could like go do it right now. Okay. Right. I so one it. tiny step. So if um, so, we have Drew in here. So I'm going to put him on the spot because you better pick up a microphone if you're going to be on the spot. Yep. Get get to your yeah that one. Where's this microphone?
2: <laughs> All right. Hello.
1: Hello, Drew.
2: Do do I need to sign a waiver?
1: No, no waiver and no waiver needed. So what's one thing you want to improve about your life? Like, what would be in your ideal life down the road?
2: Well, I did this. I actually wrote a five-year plan. I like
1: it. Like a strategic plan? Yes. <laughs> I that that? Where, <laughs> Like, where
2: I wanted to be in each, in incremental. So, I started out at three months, did six, did a year, did three years, did five years. Okay. Kind of space it out like that. I just did this recently because of talking with you and everything that you kind of talk about with your clients and whatnot. So, I'm like, I got to get on this. Like, I've never structured anything in my life. I've kind of just flown through life by the seat of my pants. When I was in college, it's like, what are you going to major in? I'm like, whatever, I have enough credits for you know kind of like that type of thing um and so i thought out. you know i'm 30 i'm, I'm, I'm over the 30 marks so i gotta start planning things you know because this thing so i did that i wrote that plan yeah and uh there's a lot i mean my life is great i love my life i love I'm, I'm so blessed to have all these great people in my life and be doing what i love to do but where i want to be in five years mm-hmm. is and i don't know if this is wrong but it's like I shot for the moon. Is that bad?
1: No, that's fantastic.
2: So, I had to tell Ryan Seacrest to get the hell out of my way because I'm stepping <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So, that was where that's that was what I did.
1: Yeah. So, and that's the thing. Like if you don't set big goals for yourself, then you'll never get there, right? And the whole key with goal setting is that you have to believe that you can do it. So, do you believe that you could push Ryan Seacrest out of the way?
2: I I think I could.
1: I think I'm a whole inch do. taller
2: than him, so I have a little more leverage. Are you really? <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> oh, definitely geez. better.
2: I have more leverage. <laughs> mm. Yeah, <laughs> so I guess I could push him out the way. Literally
1: away. push him, but yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I meant literally. But so the key is to um, to achieving goals is that you have to be um, you have to be able to articulate them um, in a clear fashion, right? And then you have to be able to believe that you can achieve them. And you need to have incremental steps to get there. So you're kind of on the right And that's path. what you
2: taught me. You taught me. You said, hey, be realistic. Because a lot of people are very unrealistic with their goals. Mm-hmm. And throw them so far out there just right off the bat. It's the American way. We want everything now. Right. And so by talking with you and studying what you talked about, I sort of took it in a very s- baby step type fashion. What right. is actually possibly? What is actually doable? And here we are three months later. And after I wrote all these mm-hmm. in one of my first goals on my list. And I... Wrote them all out, yeah. made a copy, sent them home to my mom and dad, and said, "Save this." That's how I did it. But my first goal was to uh, start doing bigger work, like in a bigger market. Which the Reno Bighorns thing just came about, and by the time this is aired, I will have
1: figured out if you want figured out if I want or not. Fingers so fingers crossed. But um,
2: so it's it's I I think it's cool. I think that it, you need that. I think that it, without that, you kind of just drift. Yeah, and yeah, I've I been guess. a drifter my whole life.
1: And, you know, there's there's benefits to both, right? So it's not like you create so much structure that you can't be flexible and agile in how you are in life. I mean, I definitely think that it's important to be able to adjust on the fly, right? Like that, if there's n- anything that you can take in this environment that's going to work, it's being able to adjust on the fly. But you have to have some kind of direction because if you have no end place that you're going, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there.
2: It's true. And I have to be very, very ex- – I mean, I have to – complimentary towards the drifting technique because i never would have found my true passion i mean i have a master's in biology i was teaching right. now all of a sudden i'm a, a media guy <laughs> so i have to appreciate the fact that i was a drifter for so long but right. then i what do you think about like me and my sister are totally different i'm kind of the drifter kind of just until recently after right. we met but she plans her life to the week to the day to the everything i'm gonna have kids on september 29th at 3 30 p.m you know <laughs> is that taking it too far alexis
1: Well, you know what? It's different for everyone. So if that's her sweet spot and that's her zone and she's doing it and, you know, enjoying it, then I think it's great. If she's... Doing that and feeling like she, um, you know, feeling super stressed all the time because she's trying to stay on a schedule, then maybe it's not a good thing. But I think that it's, um, you know, you can't judge from outside if it's right for the person. You can only judge what's right for you. And I think the real key here is when you create that, you know, the map of what your ideal or what your life looks like now Is that if your life looks great and you love the fact that it's scheduled, then that's great. But if you are really honest with yourself and you don't love the fact that it's that micromanaged and you're doing that because of some fear of losing control, then you have to be honest with yourself and say, wow, I'm like really afraid of losing control and have taken this to the extreme. Right. Right? So it's not it's not for us to say it's for her to decide, like, does this bring me closer to my ideal life or further from it?
2: Right. And you asked that question earlier and I'll get back to it. Is there anything I want to change in my life? And I'll tell you what—the one thing that I've learned, and Jen knows this better than anything—is that don't stay in something that you're not happy with, and it does not it, that you're not excited about each and every day.
1: Right. Yeah, because you know what? Years can go by. You can lose 20 Uh years doing that, and people do. And in fact, um, a lot of the people that I work with have spent a long time doing the same thing, like, God, I just want to get out of this, and I don't know how. And really, it's, you know, I say, okay, so you just have to stand up, and you need to reach out in front of you and pick up yourself and move it to the side and say, thank you very much for trying to protect me all these years, but now, Alexis, I need you to move out of my way so that I can go forward and do the thing I really want to do right and you move yourself out of your way and then you go
2: so what recommendations would you have for somebody that says they're in a job or a career or whatever that they're not they think they want to do something else or maybe i mean i hear this all the time oh i wish i could do that but you know that i have kids and i have you know i have a house payment i mean people are scared to make that big change people are scared to change Alexis. what what would you say
1: Well, it's um, I mean, the question bottom line is, is the decision to stay in your current job getting you closer to the life you want or further from it? And if it's getting you closer, then you stay. And if it's getting you further, then there better be a darn good reason you're hanging out there, because if not, you're just getting further away from the life you really want. And you're doing that consciously. Once you answer that question.
2: And I think a lot of people need to replay that over and over and over until it sinks in because it takes a little while.
1: It does. And it's and the reality is is that people are afraid but then they make up all kinds of stories. Oh, I won't I'll never be able to find a job doing this. Like I was laughing last week because here I was flying off to Paris in business class to work for a week, getting paid a fantastic rate and with people that I really enjoyed working with that were very fun doing the thing that I love and I was like how did this happen like how did I get to go to my favorite country doing my favorite work and get paid for it but that's what happens when you go after the life that you want that's That's
2: what I say every day when I come in and work with Jen (laughs) (laughs) it is it's exactly what I say every day I'm like how do I get to work at my favorite radio station with my favorite co-host
1: Right? At but 6 that's o'clock in the morning. morning. <laughs> At my <favorite laughs> time of day. <laughs> right. But that's, I mean, that's it. I mean, here's the bottom line is you're either, every day, every single decision that you make gets you closer to the life you want or further from it. And when you start to get honest with yourself and you start to admit to yourself, like, staying in this job that I don't like, staying in this relationship that I'm not happy in, any of this is not getting me closer to my life, then the conclusion is it's getting you further from yeah. your ideal life.
2: Couldn't have said it better. Oh, Dr. Better, Phil couldn't have said it better Get a than poster
0: that. board and some magazines tonight.
2: Jen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I took with three pages and a bunch of sh- chicken scratch. Write it all out.
0: Yeah, some people, some people
1: can just write it. But the thing is, is once you get clear about what you want your life to look like, then you're able to see it and you're able to see those opportunities. And the other thing that you said that I think is important to note is you shared it with your family. And you said like, here's what I want. Like I'm putting it out there. I'm not just gonna keep it in. Like oh, I'm just gonna hide it. And here's my secret dreams. Like you're like, look, here's what I want to do. Like I'm taking Ryan Seacrest's job. Like look out, buddy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you hey, hear that, Ryan Seacrest? Hey, yeah. Ryan Watch out, buddy. I'm, I'm gonna send him an email. All right. I'm you know what? What? <laughs> right and guess
1: that. what? He might be thinking, God, I gotta get rid of this gig, and there's no one to take my place, and I just want to go live on an island somewhere and be a have a bait shack. I mean, you never oh, know. I love
2: yeah, open a bait shack.
0: Yeah, maybe he just wants to hang out with the Kardashians the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah. We don't know that. We don't well,
2: know I that. think it's so true, and and I owe it all to Alexis Robin for Aww, guiding me to that. Because so seriously, nice. it has been. Um, and even my mom was kind of shocked when she opened the envelope. and was like, "What is uh, you this? You had a plan? <laughs> what oh my is God. this had thing?" Have you been what? hanging
1: out with your sister?
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: she's like, "Drew, you've never had a plan. You just kind of like done whatever." And I'm like, "Well, I was. I'm, I'm getting coached. I got a coach now.
1: <laughs> coach <laughs> R. Coach R." <laughs>
2: But Excellent. I have to thank you for that, Alexis.
1: Well, you're welcome. Thanks for, uh, thanks for going for it. Because the more, I mean, here's the thing: the more of us living our ideal lives, the happier we are. The less people that are angry in traffic and in the grocery store lines, right? That's true. You, yeah. You wanna, so, and then the world just gets better. You won't get karate you chopped. You know, we get all, your if, eggs. Right. And if we all take care of ourselves, imagine what that kind of world would look like. Now
2: you touched upon relationships, and I know you're a business coach and life coach. But relationships yeah. that seems to be the toughest one for people to break. That. Sort of bad, you know. That sort of not happy. I'm not happy. I want to get out, but I can't. Comfortable. That I seems to be, be tougher lonely. than the than a job situation. Do you agree?
1: Uh, for some people, yeah. I mean, I think sometimes, um, yeah, the idea of being lonely is scary, but the idea of being with somebody and alone is also scary, right? So you can be if you're in the wrong relationship, you're just lonely with somebody next to you versus being lonely by yourself. Yeah. And yeah. as my mother always said, you know, if you're dating the wrong guy, Alexis, Mr. Right might walk by and say, oh, what a bummer. She's already taken.
2: Ooh.
1: Right? She's so smart.
2: Yeah, <laughs> she is smart. Want we'll to talk to mom. Yeah. yeah. Yes, but it's very true. I think that's so true. I was in... I was caught up in it i think all of us at one period of time in our lives have been in that relationship that you couldn't break out of for whatever reason and it seems like when you break out of it it's like a rocket ship Uh, you you just take off and it's like wow i surrounded myself with all this stuff that was like i call it and tell me this i talk to my friends about all the time it's like the bungee cord effect like you keep trying to crawl and swim out of it and it just keeps pulling you back down Mm -hmm. and once you cut that cord and get rid of that crap it's the commitment. Whoosh, you it's shoot it, out like a yeah. missile out of a navy ship towards a pirate boat. <laughs> just like Felix. Ball in Panama, <laughs> just like Felix Baumgartner.
0: <laughs> oh God, was that so cool? <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> his I mean, life's good. Yeah, he's worth millions today. Yes. I want to go yeah. jump out of him. He just used one of his
0: nine lives.
1: Yeah. Oh. So. Um. So yeah. So and again with the question of the relationship, same question: Is staying in this relationship getting me closer to the life I want or further from it? And we all know the truth inside. And so when you're ready to admit it to yourself, that's when you're free. Right? So with that, I guess we uh, we should carry on for next week. <laughs> Part 2. Part 2. Like what to do if Tune you're stuck in, in a bad continue. relationship, right? <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> Well, thank you for, for diving in. I love that. I'm glad I could help. So right. always fun to have someone on the show. I like it. I gonna. that's what I'll do. For next week, that's my goal. I will write down a plan of some sort. A plan. See, and you don't even need the plan. All you need is your life as it is now, your ideal life as you want it, and then notice and the discrepancies, the and then you make one decision that gets you closer. All right. On any topic. All right. That's, that's what there, I'm doing so then. There you go. Thank you. So, have a wonderful Monday. And quick, uh, quick note: This Wednesday, we're doing a workshop called "Navigating the Holidays with Humor and Grace," because uh, we all know that holiday time. There's those extended relatives that come to town. There are all the expectations of the Martha Stewart parents, and you know everybody putting together the homemade costumes when you're buying yours for your kid at Walmart, and you might feel bad. And so, we are uh, we're talking about. Um, how to Navigate the Holidays with Humor and Grace on Wednesday night at Nourish Life and Business Coaching.
0: That should be fun. Yeah.
2: This Wednesday night, now, do you guys have any recommendations on costumes for Freaker's Ball?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something that covers more of your body than what's usually there. But
2: What are you saying?
1: Well, sometimes I've worked little... hard on this physique. <laughs> it's a little risque. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I, <don't> I say. <laughs> you know time and work this took? You should, <laughs> should dress up as Ryan Seacrest.
2: Oh good one
1: and then you could show everybody how good of a job that you did
2: because i'm hosting freakers ball that's a good idea totally
1: pretend that you're ryan you could be ryan drewcrest
2: ryan drewcrest if i what's his what's his girlfriend's name
1: is a girlfriend yeah i don't know i don't know know that she's i don't follow ryan you don't. no
2: neither do i juliana i'm just giving him the heads up juliana huff that's the girls I just yeah, need she's to find girl. Do you, you want wanna... her
0: too. Yeah, only do. You no, to... want his job, you want his girl. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm What are you going big? You're going big. Now, is right? that too much to ask? I'm and going for his girlfriend too. I think too?
0: you should probably leave other people's no. significant others off of that.
2: <laughs> no. Lexa says no. She says perfectly happy, perfectly healthy, well, perfectly how about acceptable.
0: just like her.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, nope, I want
2: her. Taking his job, his girlfriend. I'm <laughs> I want his house.
1: Now we're going to have to talk about defining your own life versus just taking over someone else's. But
0: that could be another show.
2: Uh, Alexis, without you, Uh, I don't know where I'd be. That's
0: great. Next week, same place, same Same time. time. And uh, don't forget, check out Wednesday night's workshop. Yep. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jen. We'll see you next week. It's been The Bright Side with Alexis Robin right here on K-Tahoe.